This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The O.J. Simpson murder case was the first true reality show for the country. He killed her because he couldn't have her. Absolutely 100% not guilty. This is Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. That trail of blood from Bundy through his own Ford Bronco and into his house in Rockingham is devastating proof of his guilt. Poorly trained personnel from LAPD has contaminated, compromised, and corrected the DNA evidence in this case. After more than seven months of relentless publicity, the double murder trial of O.J. Simpson will unfold before the only people who really count in deciding his fate, the jury. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder in violation of Penal Code Section 187, a, a felony upon Nicole Brown Simpson, a human being, as charged in count one of the information. Two people, a beautiful woman and a young man, dead in the driveway. The woman nearly decapitated. Her head still attached to her neck by the thin skin behind the neck bone. Yes, I'm talking about Ron Goldman and Nicole Brown because Even now, it's not over. O.J. Simpson is set to walk free on parole. Yes, O.J. Simpson is set to be released as early as October. What in the hay? 
This is Crime Stories. I'm Nancy Grace, and I want to thank you for being with us. And with me, of course, is Alan Duke, but special guest joining me is Jim Moray. Jim, please help me. You and I covered the O.J. Simpson case like nobody's business, and I was miserable when the jury did not convict him of double murder. Then, years later, I remember saying, Jim, and I think I said it to you, don't worry, he'll turn back up like a bad penny. Sure enough, he did. What is this business about him getting out in October? Well, you know, Nancy, he's, he's, in, he's in jail right now for a totally unrelated incident, and that's a kidnapping. Uh, it's when he went to Las Vegas uh, for a friend's wedding, found out that some of his memorabilia, which he, he claimed was his and was stolen, was uh, at a hotel, and he went there to get it. His memorabilia yeah, yeah. that was well, sold, well, that memorabilia? Yeah, that memorabilia. You know, you know effectively, he, he had a, a $33 million judgment against him for the Goldman family in a wrongful death suit, and he did everything he could to avoid paying anything. And, and frankly, that memorabilia should have gone to satisfy that judgment, but he wanted it for himself. And he went with some friends. Two of them had guns. He was convicted. And, and many people believe that... The, the sentence was much greater than it otherwise would have been in Vegas, and it was payback for the, non, the not guilty verdict in the murder case. Uh, wait a minute. Let me understand something. So, Jim Murray, three guys come storming into your place, two of them armed, yes. and yes. you don't think he should do his full sentence? I think his sentence was far, well, his sentence was far greater than anybody else involved in that case. Everybody else is out of, of prison. He's not. He got, a, a, I think, 30 years in prison. Yeah, look, I think it was payback. There's no question in my mind. I'm not saying that I want him to walk around free, but I believe it was payback. You and I differ on this. Because he was the mastermind. The, other, the others were his minions. He was the mastermind. Orenthal James Simpson may be released from prison as early as this October after just nine years behind bars on a 33-year sentence. Now, as you will recall, Orenthal James Simpson, the star NFL player, walked free on a double murder of his wife, Nicole Brown, and friend, a waiter, Ron Goldman. He walked free on that and lived the high life until he just couldn't stop himself. And this has been adjudicated in court. He gets some of his flunkies, and they go into a hotel, and they arm rob a guy at gunpoint to take back memorabilia the guy was going to sell, claiming it was his. And now he's whining that he should get out. And he is getting out on good behavior. He was found guilty in 2008 of 12 counts of kidnapping, robbery, and assault with a deadly weapon. Was there any doubt that he was the mastermind, Jim Murray? No, but I would also call it the gang that couldn't shoot straight. It wasn't a really well-planned, executed operation. It was a spur-of-the-moment thing. And and but, but Nancy, let's just go back to the, the to the murder case. Whoa, 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 wait, hold I, on, hold, I, wait, wait, hold, wait, 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 wait. hold your horses. <laughs> it was a spur of the moment amateur. You know what? When you have the wrong end of a gun in your face, it doesn't matter if it's a sharpshooter or an amateur on the other end. You know, I a agree. gun it makes I a big man you. little and a little man big, and that's what happened that day. I don't care who's got the gun at my nostril. I want him to go to jail, and I want to live to see the next day. And he did go to jail. 
and he is in jail. I'm simply telling you he's been in jail. Let me tell you something, Jim Murray. This ain't the Apple Dumpling Gang, okay? So just stop all that business. Now, what were you going to say? I'm just telling you that he did more time than anybody else involved. I get it. He's the mastermind. I give you that. But I'm still telling you that his sentence was far greater than anyone else's. Am I supposed to feel bad about that? No. It's simply, it's simply a fact. I think I'm you're not a sympathizer. You and I are on, because you you just I are keep... on the same team. <laughs> you just keep saying, he got more time. Well, fine. He's lived like a yeah, king so behind and, bars. And you know what? And I, and I, think, I think it was payback because everyone, including the judge, including the prosecutor in Vegas, were angry that O.J. Simpson walked. And I understand the anger. However, I also understand that that murder case was flawed for a number of reasons. I think that there were mistakes made. I think that one of the detectives, Mark Furman, just about did that case in. I think that the makeup of the jury, which both sides knew would be, would be partial to O.J. Simpson's side, that did the case in. I think there were a lot of problems with the case. Well, see, to me, that case supersedes, it transcends male, female, white, black, Hispanic, inner city, outside, suburbs. I mean, to me, it was so clear as the nose on your face. And now all the evidence that has come out since the trial, I mean, from the Bruno Molly shoes to, that he owned that were tracked in Nicole Brown and Ron Goldman's blood to him flunking the polygraph to the tune of a minus 40-something. I mean, it just keeps on coming. Uh, hold on. I want to quickly say thank you, not only to Jim Murray for being with us, but to Simply Safe, our sponsor, making our podcast possible today. Simply Safe makes home security affordable at $14.99 a month. If you log on to simplysafe.com slash Nancy, you get another 10% off. So many cases I've covered. And my first question is, did they have a home alarm system? Why didn't it go off? Did the perpetrator know the code? What happened? What went wrong? And they didn't have one. Now that is anecdotal, but I can tell you this. I have an alarm system. My mom has an alarm system. My brother has an alarm system. I even keep the thing on when I'm here with the twins with me because I, I just can't protect them enough. So simply say thank you. And I guess that's what you need to keep somebody like O.J. Simpson from breaking into your house with his apple dumpling gang like Jim Murray wants me to think they are. This guy took 800 items at gunpoint from a Vegas hotel room, November 2007. And he's done about nine years behind bars. Don't worry about Simpson when he gets out. He gets around $25,000 a month. That's what some teachers make in a year. $300,000 a year, $2.7 million throughout his prison stay during his prison stay from this NFL pension. I mean, and what about life behind bars? What has it been like for Simpson, Jim Murray? First of all, 
I need Simply Safe if I'm going to do this podcast because I need protection from you. <laughs> You're beating me up, Nancy. You're killing I'm me. I'm sorry. I'm going to lay off. It's just that, let, you let know. Me, let me. No, I'll, I, tell, I'm just you, so, I'll tell you what it is. I just I'll keep remembering those crime scene photos. I just no, keep no, remembering. I, and, Nancy, and that photo I, of I, Nicole Brown's battered face all beaten up where everybody would turn the other eye, turn away because he's an NFL star and let him keep beating her. Nancy, I was I was among a small group of, of reporters who unfortunately were invited to see the autopsy photos, and they were life-size photos shown to the jurors. And I'll tell you something, I wish I hadn't seen them. They, they were horrific. The way you describe Nicole, you can't even in words portray the horror that these pictures did. Um, look, I, I feel the same outrage you do. You don't but sound outraged. When you talk about... I, well, because I've had 22 years to reflect on this, and and when I think about the the I've had 22 received, years to get yeah, mad it about sounds, it. It sounds horrible. No, no, no. Well, I, I I I I'm resigned to the fact that it happened, and my my goal is to understand why it happened and to see what do you do if and when another case like this comes along, because you can't undo this case, but you can learn from it. But but you are passionate, and I respect that. He will need to win over four of seven commissioners at his parole hearing, and that will probably take place this summer. He will receive a certain number of, quote, points in order to get out. Right. Now, let me ask you this, Jim. Right. Uh, I, I never really understand how anything happens in California, okay, because it's, um, let me just say euphemistically, unlike any other criminal justice system, in the union, let me understand this. So, could it be like Manson and Manson's followers? They keep coming up for parole and they never get it. Could that happen? Could he not get it? Well, yes. Oh, and, and his his parole hearing will actually be just outside of Vegas because he's in a Nevada jail, a Nevada prison. But look, he's he's had. He's oh yeah, you're right. Behavior. I'm sorry. He, I, I was confused okay. he, I, just for a moment there. I was well, thinking about the murder he, versus Vegas. Of Go course, ahead. And, and that's where the outrage occurred, really, in California. And 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 you know, he he has shown good behavior. He he uh, supervises the men's gym in prison. His sister goes to visit him. He does what? He supervises. What? The what? Men's what? Gym. He supervises the men's gym. Yes, he does. Because this man has not been working out. He has not been working out. Well, his sister says he's he's within a few pounds of his weight when he got in, what mm. is it, nine years ago? And he's in pretty good shape now, she says. I have not seen a photo of him recently, but the last time I saw him, he didn't look too great. And then there was the, the girlfriend, remember yeah. her? She yeah, kept being beaten up and would yeah. make all these excuses, oh, I yeah. fell down, this, that, and the other thing. You know, she never had any of those accidents before she got slung up with Simpson. Well, and don't forget, Nicole Brown Simpson called the police more than eight times, and they were called to their home, and he was never arrested. So, you know, the outrage has to extend to that as well. Now, what, if anything, if any role does this last documentary, O.J. Made in America and the miniseries, The People v. O.J. Simpson, you know, with Cuba Gooding? Yeah. In any way, do you think that that is affecting this? Because you know, it just won uh, awards. I know it's it's interesting. It's it's fascinating how how the people who portray O.J. Simpson and and all of these supporting characters become almost folk heroes, and and yet it was such a 
really horrific crime and 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 it really captivated america in in the worst sort of way i i was frankly surprised that the fx series did so well i thought no one cared about oj simpson and apparently the mania is still very much alive and kicking the documentary i thought was great because it really showed the background of who he was and how how huge he was in sports but how he was divorced from the struggles of any African-Americans in the inner city, how he was not living that life, not supportive of that, and really focused on one person, O.J. Simpson. And I think that came through. I, I hope it doesn't affect the parole hearing because, frankly, I don't think it should. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a true story. You know, um, I had, was working as a county prosecutor in inner city Atlanta, trying nothing but violent felonies when Simpson happened. And through a fluke, no resume, no demo reel, nothing, I ended up being invited to co-host with Johnny Cochran. Right. I remember remember seeing you with Johnny Cochran. Well, at first, yeah. (laughs) And at first I actually said no. I had no intention of leaving prosecution to go be on TV. But my elected district attorney, the longest serving in the country at that time, decided to finally retire, and I knew the newly elected DA would fire all the top litigators, so I'm like, sure, here I come. And I moved to New York with two boxes of clothes, a curling iron, and $300. What could go wrong? (laughs) So I, I moved to New York, and many times I would ask it over and over, thinking he'd give me a different answer, but I'd say, Cochran, did Simpson do it? Just, Just tell me. Every time. He'd kind of like raise his hands up and have a little smile. He'd go, jury acquitted him. That's all he would say. He would never say, oh, H-E-L-L, no, he didn't do it. He'd just say, jury acquitted him. <laughs> you know, you know, you, you knew Johnny so, very well. There you and have it. I, I met Johnny Cochran when I was 26. I was a young reporter in Los Angeles, and he was so gracious to me. Well, actually... Every time I'd ever yeah. seen him since, he was a he was a very decent, honorable man. I I I wonder if he made a deal with the devil when he took that case because it, it just. Um... Well, I tell you, his wife is just the sweetest lady and super smart. Johnny Cochran's wife, and um, she's a business person. Had a, yeah. a very very good business and. You know, his children, super nice, and um, this the Simpson thing, I'm telling you, uh, everybody is seemingly being cursed by Simpson. I agree. So how has Simpson avoided paying this $33.5 million civil order? I, I know through a variety of means. For instance, he moved to Florida. Right. Because in Florida, there is a law that blocks any forced sale of a residence through a lawsuit. So he can hold on to his mansion in Florida. I don't think a creditor can attach or get a hold of or garnish a pension. They can't. So he's got this huge pension of twenty-five grand a year uh, a month, and nobody can get it. But then all that memorabilia of his... Over all the years, you know, jerseys, Heisman, rings, blah, blah, all that. That could be sold to satisfy the $33 million, but never has happened. I'll tell you what's, what will make you even more angry. When he was in 
Oh, no. LA County Juvenile. I don't want to stroke out while the children are still just nine years old, okay? <laughs> when, when because, he was in you know, jail. I'll tell during, you why. Wait, wait a minute. Let me tell you why I don't want to stroke out right now <laughs> over Simpson. <laughs> okay. Because my children are only nine, <laughs> and I don't want me to go get buried, you know, back home in Macon, Georgia. And my <laughs> husband run out and, you know, marry some tramp. <laughs> and then she raises my children. She oh, may be uh, a. Uh, in, uh, he may find a that, wonderful woman who cares for him just as much as you, Nancy. That's a, you're, you're, you're really. You're being yeah, selfish. but what about my children? <laughs> she may right, love them. She as can much. love him all she wants to. <laughs> but nobody's going to. Hey, you know what? You are going to get in trouble. Because <laughs> nobody's going to love him more than mommy, okay? No, they so won't. I cannot I stroke out about O.J. Simpson. But, okay, what were you saying? I just had I to go off on that. I was just going to tell you that. <laughs> go every, ahead. Every single day that he was in custody during that trial, there were footballs and pictures and various items of memorabilia that he would sign to generate income while he was in custody. I hear silence, which is never good from you. <laughs> oh, that is so painful. Okay. Uh, How much are we talking about? How much do you think that he... We're talking about hundreds of thousands, if not more. So every day. Every day. Every day. Yes. Like a, like, a, like, a, like a machine. Just stacks and stacks of photos and you name it. And they were all sold. Like a machine. Yeah, I know. I don't want you to stroke out. Take a deep breath. And just know... That hurts me so much. All that money should go to the victim's family. I know it does. Okay, what was his life like? What was his life like behind bars? Look, I don't think it's, it's great by our standards. I think he's made the best of it. I think that his life before he went behind bars, frankly, was, was over life as he knew it because he was a pariah after the case, after the murder case. I, I, was, I was at the dance recital the day of the murders, because both of our daughters were in the same dance class. And, and I see him, I saw him that year, and I saw him the year before, and he was a hero before these murders. People loved him, they worshipped him, and he lived for that. So when he became a pariah, life as he knew it was over. So regardless, uh, yes, I agree, he should, he should not have the memorabilia, he shouldn't have the money, but he missed the one thing that he craved the most, and that's the adulation, the fame, the freedom to go anywhere, anytime, and be loved. That's over, and it will always be over, I think. So, uh, and, and frankly, it, does, it pales in comparison to what the victims paid. They paid with their lives. I get it. But he, he suffered, not, not enough, I agree, but he suffered, and I also think that he has a good chance of getting out when he's up for parole on, on this hearing. To, excuse so, me, I, I excuse me, excuse me, to quote Lego yeah. <laughs> Batman, I hate everything you just said. Okay, yes. I don't want to hear <laughs> how, he, <laughs> how, he, how he has been through so much because that is just not working for me. Now, let's talk about his life behind bars, which you... I've been dressed down by Lego Batman. <laughs> so, let's talk about his Lego life Batman. behind bars. Prisoner 1027820. Yeah. Yes, I have memorized it. That was 1027820 is treated like royalty behind bars at Lovelock in Nevada. He gets uh, yeah. the same yeah. blue uniform, has a bunk bed, 
has a sink and a cellmate. He gets up at 6.30 like everybody else. He has cold cereal with a muffin yeah. and fruit. Then he heads to his work shift. He hangs out at the prison gym getting other people to do his work. But that's where the similarity mm-hmm. ends. Okay. So many perks he has had behind bars. He has been able to pay people to clean his room. He has been able to pay for special meals. He has had extra visitation. He watches sports in his TV, on his TV, in his cell. He watches sports religiously. He gets uh, visits from a former manager. He has very few limits on what he can view. I mean, it goes on and on and on. I mean, to basically pay to have a butler behind bars. Thoughts? Sounds like a nice retirement home. (laughs) Come on. And you guys are acting like he's been through so much. I know. Jim, what if OJ calls you and says, meet me in Brentwood. We're going to play golf. And this is after he gets out of prison. Would you go play golf with him? No. No, but I would love to interview him. Of course. I, I really would love to interview him. And if that interview just happened to take place on a golf no. club, if that interview well, just happened to take I, place I, I on I a golf, golf course. So I would I would watch. <laughs> I would interview him while he golfs. I have no problem with that. I like interviewing people in a setting that makes them feel comfortable because they tend to open up. Where do you – well, of course he's going to go back to Florida. What? Nancy, Nancy, are you telling me you would not want to interview O.J. Simpson? Honestly? You would absolutely interview O.J. Simpson. <laughs> hey, wait. With a golf club in her hand? And my 84-year-old judge, he would tell the jury, it is your duty to make all witnesses speak the truth and impugn perjury on no one. In other words, both of the things you just said can be true. Would I want to interview him? No. He is a murderer, and he has walked free. And not only has he killed two innocent people, he also abused Lady Justice by laughing in her face after walking free on a double murder, committing other crimes such as beating his girlfriend horrifically and then this armed robbery in Nevada. He spit in her face. So, no, I would not interview him. Would I do it? Yes, of course, knowing everything he would say would be a big fat lie. Yeah. But he has not been suffering in prison. I can tell you that he eats like a horse. He exercises. He's got a flat screen TV. Okay. I don't have a flat screen TV in my bedroom. No, the twins don't have a flat screen TV in their bedroom. To me, he's had the good life behind bars. So now he's going to get out. Obviously, he's going to go home to Florida, right? I would think so, yes. That's home for him. Now, a source from behind bars has quoted Simpson as saying only two people alive know who committed the Brentwood murders. Him, O.J. Simpson, and Al Cowlings, A.C. He is the guy that drove Simpson in his white Bronco when I guess Simpson was, what, holding himself hostage, threatening if police came, he'd shoot himself. Okay, he held himself hostage, and somehow... It worked. It did work. You're right. You know what I've forgotten, Nancy? What? I have to say, and your fans know this, you've got so many millions of people who love you, and I understand why, because you're lovable. However, what I forgot was 
my need for a Kevlar vest when I'm being interviewed by you, <laughs> just for protection. Okay, I'm going to tell a story about Jim Murray, and I know you hate this. I know you hate this, but I'm going to do it. I'm doing what? it. I'm doing it. What? Okay, so okay. when I grew up, we would watch everything wholesome, right? And one of the things we could watch, don't get mad at me, Jim, okay? Don't, is Gidget. And <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. Did you know, Alan, that Jim Murray's dad is Moondoggy on the Gidget movies? Yes. And when I found that out. That's right. James Darren. You could yeah. you could just say anything and I would still be in total awe of you because it's, when I was a young girl, I thought your dad was the coolest guy ever. Moondoggy. And that's something I've had to live with. Every girl I've ever liked <laughs> had a crush on my dad. So imagine that. Oh, Why should today be any different? You got all of his good looks, though. Well, Nancy's always reminded me of Gidget, actually. <laughs> that's a compliment. Gidget with a machete. That's a, you know. <laughs> you know, I wonder how this makes, I wonder how this makes the Goldmans and the Browns feel. I'm, I'm guessing that you've maintained a relationship with them. I, I, be, I become friends with Kim goldman and i've known her for oh now 25 22 years something like that and she it's difficult for them it's clearly this this is something the pain never goes away uh every birthday every everything that happens with with their families there there's a there's a place missing and and not only not only are they missing ron and nicole but they're missing all the things around them. Ron never got married, never had children. So there are grandchildren that are missing for the Goldmans. You know, it's, it's, um, it's horrible. It's horrific. It's, it's unimaginable. And you know, there's another thing I wanted to tell you. I got some of the information from a guy. His name is Jeffrey Felix and he is a retired CI correctional Institute officer. Yeah. And he watched over Simpson he finally, after many, many years, wrote a book called Guarding the Juice, How O.J. Simpson Became My Prison BFF. Okay, Now, this is the story that Jeffrey Felix gives. He um, that said that the whole knife thing where, you know, authorities went looking for the knife one time. He thought yeah. it was a joke. And uh, then he said that one time, Simpson told him, as I mentioned, the only, that only two people alive knew who committed the murders of Nicole Brown and Ron Goldman, him, Simpson, and Cowlings. And he said that Simpson was washing his hands and looked up in the mirror. And I, and I'm talking about the guard, said, Juice, you just solved the Brentwood murders. You're looking at the murderer right in the mirror. And he goes on and says, he just gave me a glare, quote, he gave me a kind of a dirty look. And then he kind of smiled after. He kind of shrugged it off. And that was it. Creepy. See, if the jury had heard that, maybe it would have made a difference. I don't yeah. know. But this is what I do know. If you want your voice to be heard, go online to the Vegas Pardon and Parole, to Nevada Pardon and Parole, and let your voice be heard. If you do not want Simpson to walk free. Okay, Jim Murray. Sorry, Alan. I'm totally ignoring you because I've got Murray here with me. Uh, Jim. Look, I'm just glad to get a little bit of relief from uh, from the machete <laughs> myself. I do this every morning, Jim. Every well, morning. You should have jumped in a little oh. more. I noticed you didn't give me any cover I'm earlier. Gonna... <laughs> 
I'm, I'm going to take that as a compliment. But it Jim, is a compliment. Give me your final yeah. thoughts, and and don't start telling me about how he's been, how he's suffered too much. Just stop. Stop I'm not, right I, there. I haven't okay? told you that he suffered too much. I don't believe he suffered too much. Or I, I will turn this car enough. around. I, I do not believe. Well, what he is your takeaway? Do you think he's really going to walk? Do you think he's going to walk? Uh, I, I think he will walk. Yes, I do. I, I, ah! I think. Oh, that hurt. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I, I think he will. I I, 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 I have to look at this case alone because he was he was acquitted in California. So the the judge the the parole board in in Nevada should not hold that case against him legally. I understand ethically. I understand morally, but legally they should not hold that other case against him um so i think they have to look at how he's behaved in prison what his sentence was what what has transpired since is there any remorse um and and by the way i've never heard of remorse remorse. i've heard of no remorse Remorse. (laughs) i I shouldn't have said anything but so uh i do think (laughs) I, i think there's a good chance I think there's a good chance that, I, hey, you know what? It sounds like a vacation. Now, I may join Simpson because this is killing me. You're killing me today, Nancy. Okay, Jim Murray, the next time I see you on TV. Yeah. yeah. Um, Don't throw anything the next time you see me. You know what? I'm going to have a little faith. I'm going to go... I'm going to have a little faith. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to yeah. say no, that they will not okay. let him go this time. Much okay. as they have kept uh, the Manson followers behind bars, even though they were eligible for parole, uh, on, on principle. So, you know what? I'm calling on the Pardon and Parole Board to do the right thing and keep this guy behind bars. That's that's what okay. I'm saying. Okay. I you get to that. a position of power, like being on the parole board, so you can do the right thing. The right thing. And I don't care what's written in a law book, uh, a dusty law book on a shelf. I'm talking about what is right and what is wrong. Let's see what they do. Okay, Jim Murray, the next time I see you on TV, which is probably going to be today, I will be reaching through the screen and grabbing you by your ear and uh, <laughs> twisting it for all the things you've said. And watch out, Duke. You're next. Oh. I want to thank, uh, first of all, simply. I want all of your listeners to know this. I really mean this. I believe in my heart you always strive to do the right thing. And so I respect what you're saying. Thank you, son of moon doggy. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You're welcome. I love you, man. Hey, Jim, when did we first actually meet? Not on TV, <laughs> on the airways, but when was it? When was what? When did we actually, when did oh, we when actually did we meet? meet in person? Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I remember. I remember the first time I saw you. I heard angels singing. <laughs> the the scene parted, and I said, "This is Nancy Grace." Oh. Uh, you've always been so wonderful and gracious and kind to me, and 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 I, I love you, I, man. I really find you. I, I'm I'm both attracted to you and frightened of you. It's it's a fascinating <laughs> dynamic. As it should be. As it and should please be. tell Deborah Norville I said hello. I love her. I will. I want to thank three people. First of all, to Simply Safe, our sponsor for today, that makes home security affordable. Right or wrong, whenever I read about or hear about or cover or investigate a case that involves a home invasion, I think, did they have a system? 
Did they have a home alarm system? I really remember thinking about it during the Teresa Seavers case in Florida when I heard when I heard she had been bludgeoned. And I'm like, did they have an alarm system? And I found out they did, and uh, the killer knew the code. That I can't help it. That's my first reaction. I have an alarm system, and I keep it on, and I am proud that Simply Safe is our sponsor, making home security affordable for our country's families. Thank you, Simply Safe. Alan the Duke, Duke, thank you for being with us, and a special thank you to my longtime friend, Jim Murray. I love thank you, man. Thank you, Nancy. Love you too. Take care. Hey, guys, thank you for being with us on Crime Stories. Goodbye, friends. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner.